Hi, and welcome back to Mingus on Tech. I'm Ken Mingus, Executive Editor of Computer World. I'm here with senior writer Lucas Mirian. We're going to check in on blockchain because it's been a couple of developments over the last two weeks that I thought sounded interesting, so stick around. Okay, Lucas, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Um, what prompted my interest, you've had a couple of stories actually in the last week or so related to blockchain. And I mean, I know I have you on off, and I know we talk about blockchain a lot, but it, it, it does clearly seem to be one of the hottest technologies in terms of just the amount of energy and the, the type of development that's going into lots of different blockchain services and systems, things like that. Uh, most recently, this week, Oracle rolled out its own blockchain as a service. Right. And, I mean, I was just looking at your story, and obviously it's sort of catching up with IBM, HPE, Microsoft, SAP, Amazon Web Services. So obviously a lot of big tech firms are getting into the blockchain as a service business. Yeah. Um, tell me, what is blockchain as a service? And you know why does it seem to be an area that's that's really ripe for innovation right now? Sure. Well, um, blockchain, as you know, is this electronic immutable ledger. Yeah, I guess we should start at the basics. Okay. So let's, that's true. Blockchain is yes, this online ledger where you can record transactions. You can't change them. You can only add to it. So it's a write once, append many technology. Uh, it has uh, some very robust security around it, including cryptology. Uh, and you can also trade uh, or exchange uh, cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin or Ether, Ethereum, right. uh, over it as well. And so it makes it very um, usable for cross-border transactions as well. And we've seen a lot of fervor. Mostly the you know the the, the the hype in the media right now has been around the cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. But corporations are now seeing it as uh, a huge having huge potential for allowing them to track everything from you know using it in their supply chains to cargo shipments to one company was using it to track the authenticity of its diamonds. In fact, there's a whole network now set up for that, and this is the latest. Um, uh, one of the latest things to come out are these blockchains as services. Uh, and the reason that is, is it's very expensive to set up a blockchain within your corporation because it's a distributed ledger. It's a peer-to-peer -peer network, which means you have to have a lot of nodes, a lot of servers for on which it has to run for right. it to be secure uh, and distributed. So what these companies are doing is they're saying, look, well, let us take care of the hardware and the software part of it. You, you know, this is a lot of this is open source. In fact, that's what they're using in this instance. They're using an open source version of blockchain uh, from Hyperledger, a Linux project. And you can write whatever applications you want to it, you know, for the user interface and for whatever specific application you want to use it, whether it's supply chain or uh, cross-border transactions. Smart contracts. Smart contracts. stuff, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but we'll take care of the hardware and setting up the platform for you. Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, in the story that you had this week about Oracle, I think one of the customers that they had worked with uh, is this company Certified Origin, which is an olive oil company. Yeah. And obviously their, their, their big story, their stick, if you will, is that they can tell you where their olive oil comes from, from 
start to finish. Right. I mean, it's almost like farm to table. Mm-hmm. And by relying on the blockchain as a service, by relying on Oracle to set this up for them, mm-hmm. they can set up a system without having to hire a bunch of blockchain developers, right. uh, invest in a lot of software, I mean hardware, in yeah. terms of servers and everything. As we know, there are issues around blockchain and scaling. Right. And, you know, I just... I was fascinated by the fact that this blockchain is a service that all these companies are are rolling out now. Each one of them has their own little take on it. Sort of provides a foundation for companies that might not ever get involved with blockchain um, to actually start building apps and systems around it without having to, you know, do all the investment. Yeah, and it's still very nascent. Uh, most of these projects are uh, at this point proof of concepts. The olive oil company, uh, whose name belies what it does, um, you know, proving certified origin, certified we origins, can certify it. Yeah. certifying where this olive came from, um, just sees this as a natural evolution. So this is they've been doing it via their own technology up to this point, tracing it through uh, relational databases and whatnot. But they see this as a better fit, uh, you know, an, an evolution to what they've already been doing. Uh, it'll be faster for them, they say. It'll be more secure, they say. Uh, so they're, I think they're actually just moving out of POC and, and putting on a, a live server at this point. So they see it, it's the native capabilities of blockchain that are really attracting companies to it. Yeah, it, and, and also another one of the companies, and this goes to, you know, you've written about this extensively over the last year, about how blockchain is becoming an integral part of global supply chains. Yeah. You know, we've written about, you've written about Maersk and what they've been working on. And one of the companies that is also uh, using the Oracle blockchain as a service, CargoSmart, it's a global shipment uh, management software provider, mm-hmm. as you've written. And, you know, it goes into the whole point that, that blockchain as a service is it's about more than just global shipping but it's being able to track things and do away with old paper-based systems between you know shippers cargo loaders uh, ports uh, you know government entities that are tracking this stuff Mm -hmm. that this can sort of put it all in one place so that everybody knows where everything is in real time. Right, and this marries well with IOT as well because you put the little sensors on the, the cargo uh, shipments and you can track them automatically wherever they are in the world. So if you're waiting for a shipment of something, you know you can go online and see exactly where it is at any yeah. point in time. Does it does it seem to you? And this will be the last question on on blockchain as a service. But you know, last year, 2017, it seemed like that was the year that everybody started saying, "Hey, blockchain, it's yeah. going to change the world. We got to do this. We should try that. Nobody knows what we're doing. We don't have the skills." And in the last year or so, you know, as the big tech firms have sort of stepped up to the to the plate here, uh, that blockchain is a service. This is the year that you're going to start seeing the real proofs of concept turn into real systems that are working. Yeah, production systems. But I'm going to say that these production systems are still going to be dip your toe in the water sort of things. There's a lot of wariness around blockchain. I think most of that comes from um, the fact that its its first real production use was for these cryptocurrencies. And there's been a lot of 
nefarious activity around them. Blockchain itself isn't insecure. It's the applications you put on top of blockchain that allow people you know, access uh, to the data, uh, or if they hack it, uh, would allow access to the data and uh, control to those blockchains. But the blockchain itself, it had this not, had cryptocurrencies not come out as the first application of it, I think we'd see a lot less concern uh, by, by Right, companies. so basically what you're saying is given all of the sort of bad press, if you will, yeah. around a lot of cryptocurrency and a lot of shadiness about uh, uh, cryptocurrency, you know, that businesses are worried that blockchain is part of that. And while right. blockchain is fundamental to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. it is not Bitcoin and no. cryptocurrency. No. They just built on top of it and they got all the press early on. And so companies are now a little leery to just jump on this thing. Yeah, it's a new technology. And I've talked to a number of experts. Um, I can't even count how many, but they all seem to be in agreement that this is not something that's going to happen overnight. And that is as how it should be. It, it should not happen overnight because this is a brand new technology. You're going to have to integrate uh, legacy platforms with it. So you're going to have to be able to transfer data that you already have in silos in your company over to blockchain. And they're creating APIs for that now. But it's not something that's going to roll out overnight. It could take years. It could take some people said decades yeah. before this is really accepted uh, as a, a production system or ERP system, CR, CRM system within a corporation. Um, and that is going to take a lot of integration. It's going to take a lot of testing. And there's also a lot, there's still a lot of uh, regulatory haziness about this, you know, how governments are going to deal with this. Currently, that gray area has allowed a lot of, um, you know, Shady Easy. characters. Well, no, no. It's well, yes, okay. that too. It has. Yeah. It has allowed some shadiness, some money laundering, and whatnot. But it's also allowed companies to do things that they haven't been able to do before, which is fee-less cross-border transactions, because right. um, the governments haven't put fees on them yet. They're not really sure how to treat this animal. Um, and in fact, uh, Wall Street has been, uh, you know, waiting on. Um, the various regulatory Federal agencies, agencies yeah. uh, to come down with their final verdict on this. And so far, it looks right now like they are going to consider things like cryptocurrencies as commodities. So it won't be regulated by the SEC, for example, which could really stir things up. Um, so it looks as if uh, we still need to clear the air on, on what, regula uh, what regulatory agencies around the world are going to do with this. Okay. Understood. So this is a, a, you know, we're still early days in blockchain. Very early. And blockchain is a service that companies are rolling out, allows other companies to start experimenting with this. Absolutely. And they're, 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 they, this is the interesting thing. This was very much uh, a, a native, um, uh, for lack of a better word, this is something that bumbled up, bubbled up from the bottom up. So customers were talking to their vendors and saying, what is this blockchain thing? <laughs> and it, companies like, I remember- As were we last year. <laughs> yeah. A couple of years ago, EMC, uh, I was, I can't remember where it was. I was at a, a ball game or something. I was talking to some EMC and and they said, um, they said, hey, did you know that we're, we're into blockchain? I said, oh, no, it was, I'm sorry. It was church, actually. I was talking okay. to somebody in church about this. And he said, uh, our customers keep talking to us about blockchain. So we're getting into it from an advisory standpoint. Um, and you wouldn't believe how many customers that that is actually how I learned about this yeah. is a company said to me, our customers are dying to use blockchain. I'm like, block, what's what, blockchain? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. So I looked into it and lo and behold, it's, it was just growing in leaps and bounds. Everybody wanted to know about it because it just seemed like a, such a, a, a system with such great basic, basic functionality yeah. for transaction 
Yeah, it's the, I think it's the immutable part of it that, that makes it such a big deal because once it's once the information is plugged in, it yeah. doesn't change and can't be changed. Right. Um, well, let me switch gears briefly because another story that you you've written recently that really caught my eye is the idea that a couple a couple of companies are coming out with blockchain phones, yeah. smartphones. And I'm thinking, okay, what the hell is a blockchain-based smartphone? But I mean, we're talking HTC, and the other company is okay. I want to say S I R I N Siren. Siren, I think. Siren, yeah. But I mean, all right. So what what's Siren going technology. on here? Well, I mean, you know, I don't expect a blockchain smartphone to be a broad-based. Everybody will have one. Well, you, they might. Me, you know, we might eventually. No. But at least uh, <laughs> this is geared more toward people who are doing stuff with cryptocurrency is that yeah yeah it's well okay so what is a blockchain based smartphone <laughs> yeah it's something that runs blockchain natively, uh, and you can store your cryptocurrency in what's called known as cold storage, so off-chain. So uh, you, you, the great the the reason people want to store it off-chain is if some snafu happens and somebody is able to hack into the blockchain and take it over. You know, bye bye cryptocurrencies. Right. Um, so what a lot of traders and uh, miners have been doing is they're, they've been storing it on hardware. Uh, off chain. So if they need to access it, and if something happens to the chain, uh, they can, and it's, it isn't lost forever. The other interesting thing, um, I think it's only HTC that's doing this, is they're offering a uh, uh, hash key recovery. Uh, Which actually is a very important point because it it, is, yeah. the, the issue there is what if you lose your hash key. Bye bye cryptocurrency. <laughs> every, every, everything a, you have that's valuable yeah, is gone. Yeah, it's just like. Um, uh, crypto deletion of anything. Uh, once you uh, once you delete or you get rid of the key, you no longer. No one ever has access to it. It's just a bunch of it's jumbled, gone. encrypted, yeah, uh, uh, alphanumeric code. So uh, recovering that key has been an issue within this and other systems. Uh, so uh, and they don't even explain how they're going to it. They just say we are going to have this functionality. So in case you lose your your uh, 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 sticky note. Yeah. You know, <laughs> with your password written down, do not do this at home. Yeah. Or your file gets erased. Yeah. Um, there is a way to recover that. Okay. And so the HTC phone, I believe, is due out this quarter sometime. And yeah. and the one from uh, Siren is due out by the end of the year. Is yeah. That... They, they actually raised $100 million in uh, an initial coin offering for their phone. So th while this is going to be niche, it's going to be just for, for folks that trade in cryptocurrency, um, it's it's a real it's very real uh, people there is a need for it out there I talked to a couple of experts on this and um, people see it as uh, just you know uh, being efficient so they no longer have to store it on a, on a thumb drive and they no longer have to go to their computer or download an application the phone natively has it and also the phones at least I think the um, HTC phone is also going to act as a node uh, so you can actually trade cryptocurrency from your phone? Yeah, and, it, and you could potentially mine it to create cryptocurrencies. But the thing you is— you got to wonder about whether the, the hardware on a phone is going to yeah. be able to do a whole lot of mining. That's pretty intensive They're stuff, right? They're using sophisticated ASICs in these mining rigs right now. So I can't imagine that you're going to be able to get much you know, 
functionality out or uh, processing capacity out of a sounds like a to me sounds like to me these phones might be the sort of thing the equivalent would be you know how BlackBerry phones were always the phone to have if you were a government employee. I, yeah, I think you that's know, a really good reason. analogy. And so yeah. it's like you know if you're a crypto kitty and are you you're really into cryptocurrency or maybe you just want to cool something some yeah. technology on your phone. Um, these phones will be for you, but they're not likely to see mainstream adoption anytime no, soon. No, but you mentioned Crypto Kitties, and HTC is is going to have Crypto Kitties native there on it. Well, hey, there you go, you know. And they've yeah. got lots of cryptocurrency to spend on phones, right. so I guess uh, HTC must know the market. Okay, well, listen, great. That's what I wanted to do is really get sort of a 411 on where blockchain is right now, some sure. of the unusual things that are being done with it. Um, anything else you can think of at the moment? I know we're looking at maybe blockchain and healthcare IT, that there's some connections coming up there. We are. I've written uh, sparingly about it in the past because when it comes to healthcare information, that is the most sensitive data. Yeah. Financial data doesn't even compare to it. I mean, you can always block, you know, once your financial data is released, you can always resecure it. You can't resecure your health personal information, data, right. it's out there. Um, so, yeah, there, with electronic health records, there is a possibility that, um, and lots of folks are exploring this, that blockchain can be used to better secure that and allow it to be transferred between institutions and between patients and, and physicians. Yeah, interesting. So that's something that uh, I'll have to have you back on later Absolutely. in the year to talk about. Okay, well, listen, uh, Lucas, thanks a lot for the update. Um, from now, that's a wrap. 